Good morning, everyone, and welcome to 2021. Knowing how busy everybody's life is, I decided to add this audio component to the market update where I read to you the market update so that you can fit it better in your day. I hope you enjoy. 2020 was a historic year. In all the worst of ways, societally and politically, and in all the best of ways, financially, for anyone who has long assets and short currency. 2021 is off to yet another curious start, appearing to be the sequel that no one asked for. But like 2020, this year too is likely to offer incredible financial opportunities if identified correctly. The Balancing Act of 2021 will be correctly assessing true levels of monetary devaluation. What started as year-long warning cries from crypto natives and gold bugs about currency debasement has become the macro theme of 2020 and 2021. It stands to reason that when a theme has become mainstream investment philosophy, it's important to assess whether markets are accurately pricing in fears of the basement or are overstating them. On one hand, we saw the M2 money supply grow a staggering 25% in a single year, validating the worst fears. On the other hand, we saw companies like Tesla approach the $1 trillion mark, now setting at a frothy PE ratio of 1,700. And look, while I'm a big fan of Musk, in fact, I bought my first Tesla shares over eight years ago at the post-stock split price of $28. Now, these numbers should make even the creator supporter like myself raise an eyebrow. Over the long term, we are likely to continue seeing the strongest stores of value, think Bitcoin and gold, and the most future-oriented productive assets like DeFi and tech stocks act like monetary black holes, sucking in liquidity rising further and further as all the wealth in the world seeks a place to be parked in a time when bonds and cash are dead. Along the road, there will be shakeouts, motivated by over-leveraging, which is very likely, slowing or termination of monetary easing, rather unlikely in the near term, or, of course, regulatory intervention, whether on the digital asset front or on the taxation capital gains front. We find that the soundest returns will come from combining value-driven investing with hyper-growth assets. Such a description might be considered a unicorn, but that's exactly what the decentralized finance space offers. Revenue-generating decentralized networks with reasonable market caps that are likely to unseat the largest incumbent financial institutions. In this month's market update, we share with you the road ahead in 2021 and how the entrance of new players is likely going to affect the digital asset market in the near term. I hope you have a happy and healthy start to 2021. Sincerely, Felix Hartman. Let's get started. The 2021 Digital Asset Roadmap. Maneuvering the dollar trade. Images say more than a thousand words, they say. Look no further than the performance of the dollar index in green versus Bitcoin in orange. You can see this graph in your market update. It's no longer a secret that the historic monetary easing by the Federal Reserve has sent the strength of the US dollar spiraling down in value for the 11th month now. The thesis has become so easy that the average retail investors are using out-of-the-money call options as their daily strategy under the presumption that stocks only go up. And if enough people subscribe to this thesis, stocks do indeed only go up. Short sellers have been taught their lesson, sitting plodded on the sidelines, while longs are starting to deploy more and more leverage due to what appears to be a foolproof trade. In fact, as, as of September 2020, 43% of retail investors have stated that they're using leverage, a number that has surely only climbed since then. The irony is that long-term, it is indeed very likely a foolproof trade. 
However, the catch-22 is that the very belief of it being a foolproof makes it no longer foolproof. Because as leverage overextends, we are likely to see enormous shakeouts and leverage blow-ups from time to time, which can instill short-term fear phases. Now, the key is to do the opposite. Avoid leverage at times where the market appears to know no way but up and deploy size during short-lived periods of fear, knowing that the macro theme of USD devaluation is not going away anytime soon. It seems obvious, yet I dare you to survey just 10 retail investors and 10 institutional investors, and you are likely to find little to no tri-powder. The exuberants see no challenge to their folly, and the cautious are still trying to make up for missing out on the fastest recovery the world's ever seen. Ultimately, both the apes, as we call them in, in crypto, and the laggards are, will get punished. The road ahead in the Democrat-run United States has monetary easing written all over it. The blind spot few are paying attention to, however, is short-term over-leveraging. We expect a long-term downtrend for the USD, but counting out a reversion to the mean in the interim is the same as using the most dangerous words known in finance. This time is different. The digital gold rush. As the dollar embarked on its road trip down the highway to hell, investors across the world were scavenging for places to park their money. And while Bitcoin was an unlikely thesis, we accurately predicted this early in 2020, where we wrote, the first big players are accumulating, not tomorrow, but today. And their foresight will likely pay off. And when it does, all the vanilla equity funds out there will copy the legends and follow suit. No one wants to be first. But also, no one wants to be last. We're seeing this mentality now play out in full force. No one wanted to be first for the last three years during the bear market. But now, all of a sudden, asset managers, CEOs, and wealth managers are scrambling to get allocations just to avoid being last. While the force of this rush may subside from time to time, just as we saw gold leveling off despite historic levels of inflation, the cat's out of the bag in terms of global awareness when it comes to digital gold, meaning Bitcoin. While many avoided even touching Bitcoin after the ICO bubble burst in 2018, you now have nearly every asset manager in the world at least studying up on it, from Ray Dalio to Howard Marks. This avalanche of awareness has shifted Bitcoin out of the innovator stage and into the early adopter stage. Globally, there are estimated to be 100 million Bitcoin owners based on on-chain wallets. Off-chain, we see major exchanges like Coinbase having about 35 million users. So no matter how you slice it, whether it's domestically or globally, we are either just starting to enter the early adopter phase or right about halfway in it. This is great news as it shows that we are still extremely early, both by global standards, you know, roughly 7.8 billion people, G20. 4.6 billion people, or even just NATO countries with roughly 1 billion people. So while present-day parabolas and out-of-the-blue fervor may raise an eyebrow and eventually break with typical corrections around 40%, the long term could not be more bullish. Today's correction range of twenty dollars to $24,000 per Bitcoin was yesterday's overheated selling zone. The truth is, most people, 7.7 .7 billion people to be exact, are still not allocated to Bitcoin and will one day need to or want to be. In other words, we haven't even gotten started. Finance 2.0. Remember when China built a massive 1,000-bed hospital in eight days? 
If you haven't, go check out the video I left in the market update. We're currently we're currently witnessing the cypherpunks pulling off the exact same feat on a global scale for the entire financial system. Since the summer of 2020, decentralized finance has witnessed a Cambrian explosion that appears to know no slowing, and rightly so. While we started as investors in DeFi in early 2019, we have since become super users of decentralized finance ourselves. Decentralized finance does to finance what Bitcoin did to money. We've seen the sector grow from finance primitives, such as exchanges, to now complex products like options, debt tranches, insurances, and more. In the span of perhaps no more than 12 months, we saw nearly every single financial product get recreated on-chain in a decentralized and interoperable way. We continue to believe that DeFi will be the biggest sector in the near term and will be the zero to one innovation of the decade, continuing, to trail the tr continuing the trail that Bitcoin placed in the last decade. So here's the great. DeFi has orders of magnitude of growth still ahead of itself. 100x plus unicorns will be possible in this space. Now, the challenging is DeFi moves at a warp speed never seen before with new innovations and projects launching daily, keeping even a full-time, uh, a team of full-timers busy 16 hours a day. Now, the good thing is we're hiring new territories. With the rise of Bitcoin, Ethereum, and DeFi, and the recent increase in governmental and big tech authoritarianism, it stands to reason, reason that pushback may eventually be targeted at this asset class. As a result, we are exploring more technologies that make the sector even more anti-fragile than it already is. You cannot ban something that is immortal. And while the backend of both BTC and Ethereum are un already unstoppable, we're exploring more sectors within decentralization that will enable every part of the Web 3.0 experience to be fully decentralized. This means that every piece of the user interface needs to be fully distributed to create an unbannable and unregulatable internet that will not bend its knee to anyone or anything. A free internet. And this is the journey that Bitcoin started and that Ethereum long-term seeks to secure with the countless Web3 infrastructure protocols being built on top of it. Final thoughts. While it's certainly wise to be hedged for a short-term mean reversion of the US dollar, there is no doubt that decentralized finance and Web3.0 infrastructure will be the most potent investment of the coming decade. The early adopters are buying and the early majority is studying. The next wave will be the biggest and, the, and most people are under-allocated. While many will try to time the markets, the best way ahead is to continue building a digital asset position for the long-term as we are still in the early stages of what is going to be a multi-decade trend. I hope you enjoyed this market update and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.